So in the parsha, we have the mice of the meraglim. So you have to understand the meraglim. It says kulum anoshim Moshe bnei Yisrael. Rashi says that at that time they were kashayim. So you're talking about gedolei Yisrael. So what was the mistake that they made? So there's many pshatim. I want to go with one mahalach because I think um, whether you want to say that was the mahalach of the meraglim, that was a mistake, but the fourth is Emes. So we'll go with this Mahalach that the, many of the Darshonim and the Sifri Hasidus go with this and things like that. So the, the Pshat is like this, that the Maraglim were living in the Midbar, surrounded by Anani Yaakovic. They're living in Mamish, uh, an oasis of Kedusha. And um, Zoyhar brings down that they were afraid that when we come to Eretz Yisrael, we're not going to have this position of leadership. So I imagine the, the, the idea was that they thought that when they get to Eretz Yisrael, we're no longer going to be the leaders. Now, why would they think so? Why would they think that if we get to Eretz Yisrael, we're going to fire you, we're going to have new elections? Well, what's going to happen? If you're the Nasi, you're the Nasi. If you're the God Lador, you're the God Lador. Shad is that they understood that in the Midbar there's a Hanchoga that's cool like Kedusha. We're surrounded by Anani Yaakovit, where clothing is washed by the Anani Yaakovit. Our feet don't get worn out. We're eating mon from Shemayim. We're drinking Mayim from the Be'erish of Miriam. We're led by Moshe Rabbeinu. It's, it's, it's a magical situation. We go to Eretz Yisrael, you got to live in a real world. you got to harvest and plant and do business. And it's a whole different world. We're not leaders for that kind of a society. So, you know, in a sense, they understood that. But they also said, it's not shy. We're not going to be able to manage. We're, we're holy people. You're putting us into a situation. It's not going to work. Not shy. How are we supposed to survive in this physical world, this mundane world of the today and, and, and working and all of that, uh, we're, we're living in, in the midbar, we're all coiled, totally, there's no, and now we're going to go into the work world and be like that, we're going to fail, we're going to fail, we're going to fail, right? we're not gonna. so, um, but there was a big mistake, the mistake was, is that this is the Tachos, the relation said, I'm going to give you the foundation for the future. The foundation is you're going to live in a midbar. You're going to have a kesher with a kodesh baruchu. You're going to live a life of ruchnius, and when you'll be saturated with ruchnius, when you'll get a piece of ruchnius and incorporate it and understand the kodesh baruchu nourishes you and feeds you and nurtures you and everything you get is from a Kodesh Borchu, then you'll have what it takes to live a life in the real world and still understand it's all a Kodesh Borchu. But the Iker Tachlis of the Yid in this world is to be an Erlich Yid in a world that uh, is, is, is dealing with the physical challenges. So the, the Kotzke Rebbe says a famous word, HaShemayim, Shemayim HaShem. He says, the Shemayim is Hashem. To turn it into Shemayim. Because our job is to take this world and make Shemayim. Shemayim is Hashem. Our job is to make this world a shtick Shemayim. To turn this world into a ruchniistic place. And so this is what they didn't have. They thought, 
you know, there's a magical world in the Midbar. And you go there, it's Yisrael, it's, you can't do it. But they, that's the Tachlis. The Tachlis is that to have a foundation of Kedusha, and then you take that Kedusha and you go into the world and you bring everything into that Kedusha. Instead of feeling that I'm going into the world and it's going to destroy me, you take the world into your Kedusha and you uplift the world. That was That's the Tachlis that we have. So the whole party show is just to get them change your viewpoint. They weren't telling they weren't sharing they were thinking, they were just manipulating their thoughts. Could be that's at a deeper level, that's what they were doing, right? But now the Emerson Svasemis is a beautiful thing. He says that Lamaisa in the midbor they had the Ananiya Kova, they had the Ba'ir, they had the Mon. After the whole Maisa Kurishbur, at the end of this week's parish there were three mitzvahs. Mitzvah Tzitzis, Mitzvah and the mitzvah of um, the mitzvah of Masachim. He says, what was the Rebbein Shem saying? He's saying, you don't have the Ananiya covered. You have tzitzis. You surround yourself with Arba Confis, and, and you're living in the Ananiya covered of the tzitzis. I'm giving you tzitzis. That's your Ananiya covered. If you wear the tzitzis with the right hadron, this is Ananiya covered. You're not eating the mon. You don't have uh, you don't have the erishal Miriam. You're going to have the sochim, and you're going to take challah, and you're going to eat that which you eat after you separate the challah. It's going to be kodesh. It's going to be hey, the food. When you deal with the food the way you're supposed to, your typical challah after you separate what has to go to the koyin, it becomes a dohayb and a piece of bread, and you can have kedusha with that. Your erishal Miriam. That'll be that'll leak in the sochem that you'll bring and all that you you have even in the world that you're going to live in Eretz Yisrael you can take that and make that anania kavod you can make that a world of kedusha and this is what when Rashi says when Moshe daven for Yeshua so he said to Yeshua kol yoshiach or meatzas meraglan so what's called yud and hey right. We know the Pesach says, B'kol Hashem Tzur Eilom, Hashem created the world with the letters Yud and the letter He. So the Mordor says the letter Yud is what creates Eilom Habo. Because the Yud always changes the present tense into the future tense. Right? Say, I can say, Ochal, I ate. Yoichal, I will eat. Right? Uh, Omad, he stood. Yoimad, he will stand. So the Yud is the word that creates the future. So that's Eilom Habo. And Oilum Azed, the Gemara says, is created with the hay because the hay is open on the bottom, it's open on the top. If you want to go out, you want to go down to Gehenna, you can, you, know, you can go. You want to come back up and do tshuva, the hay is open on the top, you can do tshuva. So the hay is this world. When you put the yud and the hay together, that's taking this world and binding it with mitzvahs and saying, I can create the bonding of in this world and that's, I can join it so what was the whole Nisoyin of the Maraglan they didn't understand that you can go into a Gashmiyistika situation and turn it into a Shtik Ruchmiyist so we gave Yeshua Bracha Ka Yeshiyacha the name of Ka that bonds the Yud and the hate together that should give you the Kaya to understand you can merge the two together and that will be what will save you from the Yatsas Maraglan that's also when you take Chala it says at the end of the Pasha, the word truma is that it can be read, you should lift up the hay, meaning the hay which represents this world, 
you can lift it up and join it together with the yud. And so that's the tachlis, that teruma is taking the hay, taking this world and elevating it by taking a mundane piece of challah and turning it into something kodesh. So this was the the the, the issue of the, the meraglim, and this is the, the eitzah. So the maisa saw brought down in the sefer. Um, Forgot the name of the Sesman. He brings down also from uh, one of the Rosh Hashivas and Eretz Yisrael and Karen Biyadna. He has a Sefer. Um, uh, what? Goldbuch? Yeah, yeah. So he has a Sefer, I forgot what it's called. But uh, he, he, I think he's the one who says this. I'm not sure what to say. This was really the Machlaikas between Rivka and Yitzchak. Yitzchak held that Asa needs the Brachas because he'll know. How to merge this world with Kedusha, right? Asim is the Ish Sadeh. So you're going to give him the brachas, and that way he'll bond together uh, this world. In, in, in the, so Rivka said, No, you got it wrong. Yaakov, who's the Ish Tom he is the one who's been living in the Midbar, so to say. He's been living in the Anani Yaakov, and he's, he's the one who's going to understand. He has the foundation on which to bring into that the, the future world, to bond the two worlds together. And so that was Machlekes Yitzhak and Rivka pointing. And so Yitzhak held up, Esav is going to be able to do it. And Rivka said, no, you've got to have the foundation first. And you build upon that foundation, like the Torah and Midbar, and then you can go to Eretz Yisrael. So I think this is also the Pshat, is a Mishnah in Pirkei Yavlis, in the third parak, this week's parak actually. And then it says, So three people sit by a table and don't say Divrei Torah, it's like they're eating Zivchei Mesim, which is, means Korbonus of Abedazar. So Yaakov Kamenetsky, the cipher, Emes Liyakov, he says a beautiful pshat. He says, the pshat over here is, is the yesoyistic amachloikas between the, the goyish event and the Jewish world. In the non-Jewish world, they can't fatrug, they can't imagine there could be such a thing that you could bring a carbon and you can eat it. By them, there's, there's God and then there's everything else. There's separation of religion and state. So if you're going to bring a carbon, it's kulay kolo. A guy can't bring a carbon shloman. If he brings a carbon shloman, it's kulay kolo. And because they can't understand that I can mix my gashmias and my ruchmias together. By them, it's kulay kaidish, whatever that kedusha is. And therefore, that's the way a yid looks at it like fakir. Kedusha is taking the physical. By a guy being celibate is a spitz kedusha. By a yid, marriage is called kedusha. By a yid, a cup of wine Friday night is called kaddish, kiddush. So by us, it's the mixture of the two that creates Kedusha. By them, it's separation. So if you sit at the table and you don't say Divrei Torah, right? So in other words, you don't realize that you can merge the two together. So that's like it's, it's Zivchei Mason. You sit by the table and you can say Divrei Torah while you're eating away at your Cholent. Then you understand that the two go together, right? I can, I can be eating and I can be saying Divrei Torah. It's Ein Zach, that's Yiddishkeit. That's the idea of what a yid needs to be, to take this world and bring a Kodesh Baruch into this world, and I can live that way. And that's a grad, I think, I, I saw a word that may have mentioned here once before, that um, a person himself, the, the Nef Shachayim says, where is the base of Middash? The base of Middash is the, the, inside every single yid. 
and the Rosh wants to live, so we become that Beis HaMikdash. And so it says uh, in the Pesach, this is my God, and I will make a Beis HaMikdash for him, right? So how do you do that? So the Rosh Tevis, Zekeli, Zayin Hey, Aleph Lamed Yud, stands for Zeh HaShulchan Hashem Lifnei Hashem. You take your table, and you eat on the table, and you're eating food, a physical miser, you have a table over here, Gabaldic stuff, but you're saying the Torah, it's Zeh HaShulchan Hashem Lifnei Hashem. That's Kedusha, that's Heilakai, that's Yiddishkai. And so, this is the, the Vort. So I was also thinking that um, we make a bracha every morning, Roy Kacha Oretz Al-Hamoyim. Kodesh spreads the the, the land over the water. So the Pashit Pshat, we make a bracha that Rabbeinu we have dry land. If we didn't have dry land, we'd be back to Tzoros, right? So that's um, why once said that sailors, by their nature, have a lot of Yerushimayim because uh, you don't have dry land on the So it's Yerdei Yom Ba'ani Yais Oisim Ha'echem Locha Vamayim Rab Vahayra Lo Maisi Hashem and if Oisim B'Mitzu Sailor has a certain element of Yerushimayim. But the Maral says uh, 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 He says the Bas Paro called Moshe Moshe Kimin Hamayim Mishisim. So the Pashit says, "I drew you out of the water." So he says she should have said Kimin Hanilus Mishisim, right? She drew him out of the Nile. Why is she saying Min Hamayim? So the Maral, in his classic way, he says. There's, a, there's something called chaymer and there's something called tzura. Chaymer is the raw material. Tzura is the design. It's the ultimate goal of taking the raw material and making it into something that's a design. The ultimate tzura is a yid. The, the ultimate chaymer, he says, is water. Because water has no tzura at all. It, water will shape itself to whatever you put it into. So water has no shape of its own and Memela, water is the ultimate chaymer. Moshe Rabbeinu became the ultimate surah. He could live in Shemayim for 40 days without eating. He was the Ishbitz surah that Shayach. So Bas Paro said, when she took him out and she made him and she grazed him, she said, I lifted you up from Mayim. I lifted you up from being chaymer. And I turned you into a Moshe Rabbeinu who's ultimate surah. So we make a bracha every morning. We're saying that Hakadosh Baruch put the earth over the water. He turned, he took the oritz and he lifted it over the water. But what about us? Are we being roikah or Are we taking our artsiyas? Are we taking our earthliness and lifting ourselves above the chumiyas? Are we becoming more halakha people? Are we being roikah oritz al That's a question we all have to ask ourselves. Where we're holding. So um, this is all. The, the, this is the idea that the, the lesson of the of the, um, the Miraglim is to understand this Nakuda. So uh, there's a word the of says that uh, in, in this vein, the, the same idea. Um, he, he says that we find that when it comes to Torah, there's idea of learning Torah, and it says. That Torah tzivul on Moshe and Moshe and Moshe kilos Yaakov. So, the first level is you learn Torah because it's a Yerusha. Moshe kilos Yaakov. You teach your child, 
and that's a person learns Torah because that's a Yerusha, that's what we have to do. I'm a land Torah. But there's a higher Madrega, and that's the Madrega, the Ato Kisvu Lochem Hashira Hazois. That Torah should be the Shira of your life. It means to say, when, I, when I'm living my life, what is it that animates me? What is me that gives me chiyas? What is me that defines my whole life? What is the song that my life sings? That's Torah. It becomes such a part of me. It's not just a heavy Yerusha, so I have to learn Torah. It becomes mamish a chelik of my atmias. That has to be what Torah transforms you into. So he says that you find that when Yeshua was fighting in the Muhammad I and Malach comes to him, and the Malach had tainas. The Malach said, the morning beginning of the Gila says, the Malach says, Emish bitalpen korban tomit shel Yesterday, you're fighting the war, yesterday you didn't bring the korban tomit. And today, you're mevatel from learning. So Yeshua says, so which one are you coming for now? Right? He says, atobosi. I'm coming for now, which is bitl Torah. So Tesis brings down what's the lesson Ato Bosi, because it says the Ato Kisvulochem is Hashira Hazois. So he says, what's the pshat? These guys are fighting a war. Uman Hashem, you're in the battlefield. So you come to them and you say, why aren't you learning? It says Tiritzibalanu Moishe. Yeah, ain't a chinami, but you know, I know I have to learn. But when I have to learn, I learn. But I'm in the middle of fighting a war. What do you want? And I tell me I have to be my seder. But if Torah is if Torah is by you the song of your life, it's the whole litzinus of your reality, then even when you're in the battlefield, the second you have a break, you should be learning Torah. That's, that's, the, that's the sheer of your life. She says, I'm coming. Where's the Atta? Where's the Atta Kisvulchem? Where's that Shira? Right now you're not shooting. Right? You're not fighting. So why aren't you learning? Obviously it's not. So that's why it says right on the mat. It says by Yolo Yeshua Mesecha Emek. He sat back and he learned. But Mukay Shel Halacha. In the Stamazoi, read the words. He was Mamish Arangeton. It was the Shira Shel Taira. That was what it was. And the point is like this: you start off, you have to learn Taira, but it has to become that my that my life becomes so embedded with Taira that even the Tuk Teglach things that I'm doing, even if I'm living in the physical world of the ultimate matzah. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting a war. It's, it's real. I still tell has to be. That's why it says that, that the player of, of Rabbi, Huda Rabbi Lloyd, Mora Darshans, and it says, um, it says, Sheker Hachem, Behevelon, Yoifi, Isha, Yiras Hashem, Itishal. So one pshat, the one medr says, Sheker Hachem, Behevelon, Yoifi, this is the Doiris of Moshe and Yeshua. And Hevel HaYoifi, that's the Doiris of Chizkia, where everyone was learning Torah. Isha Yiras Hashem Itis Halo, that was the door of Yehud Rabbi Loi. It says, what's the Pshat? In the day of Moshe and Yeshua, they learned Torah. They were living Mamish in tremendous matzah. There was Anani Yaakov in the times of Yeshua. Every house was filled with all the goodness. In the days of Chizkiyo and Melech, they were still in the matzah of Hashem. They came to the door of Yehud Rabbi Loi. The six they had to cover themselves with one blanket. They had, they mutchered zich. They were, were hoarding for Parnosa. They didn't have to eat. And still, they're sitting and learning Torah. That's Isha Yiras Hashem Hitis Hawa. So um, that's the the Yisoyt Advarim. So I think uh, the, the the last thing I want to mention the Parsha Tzitzis. So um, 
I'm not an animal, I'm a person, right? But animals, you go to the zoo, they're, they're wearing a birthday suit. And he came, we cover our nakedness to say we're not animals. That's really a, the most basic idea. But that is a negative idea. That, that's, that's step number one. But it has to lead to something more than that. It sits as a blossom. What blossoms out of the idea that I'm covering my nakedness? There has to be something more that comes from that. So that's tzitzis. Now, you take a look at the tzitzis, so everyone knows the the top of the tzitzis, the top third are the bundles that are tied by taking the long string and tying it around the other seven strings. And you make the knots, and then the rest of the tzitzis, two-thirds of it is just flowing freely. So what does that mean? When you have seven strings held together by one, you have eight strings, and one of the eight holds in the other seven by wrapping itself around it, that represents self-restraint, holding yourself back. So holding back your gashmias, being control of your gashmias. After you have done that, then comes real freedom of expression. Then the rest flows freely. It's not bundled up. It flows freely. A person has to understand that if I cover my nakedness and I hold myself as a yid, and I, and I recognize that I'm a bond of Kaddish. And even though if I'm physical, I have a physical body, but I can use it to be Kaddish Kaddashim. So somebody might think restraining your physical self and holding it back is holding yourself back. It's self-restraint, but self-restraint doesn't lead to total restraint. It leads to freedom of expression. It allows the real you to express itself. When you hold back the Yetzirah, you hold back the Gashmi, is the real person is expressed, and that's the person with the Neshama. So you blend the two together, that's what we have to do in this world. You have to mix together a world where we're living with Gashmi, but we imbue it with Ruchni, and then ultimately the Neshama the person expressed, that's real freedom of expression. So, Yetzirah, we should be zoichet to live the life of, of this world with all of its uh, yishmak and all of its challenges, but turn ourselves into people living in the Anani covered and serving our Kurdish Baruch. If I can add one more minute about uh, our campaign, if anyone who's listening can be mishtatif, we have 24 hours left to Chaparain and make it happen. Thank you very much. Chaparain. Chaparain. <laughs>